0: On Friday, when it seemed like everybody's minds was about what was going on on the long weekend or the upcoming long weekend, we had a pretty scary situation, though, developing in South Surrey. That's where the shooting happened at that uh, Star- Starbucks drive through uh, where we now know it looks like a high-profile member of the Hells Angels was gunned down. Two people were arrested. And in fact, they made their first appearance in court just this morning. So we wanted to get more information on that. So joining us now is Global News senior
1: reporter Janet Brown. Hi, Janet. Good afternoon, Simeon. It was a fairly uneventful court appearance. It was very uh, quick as well in provincial court in Surrey this morning. For, as you say, the two young men charged with uh, first-degree murder after Friday's fatal shooting at that strip mall in South Surrey, uh, 20-year-old Calvin Powery Hooker, and 21-year-old Nathan DeYoung uh, both appeared in court by, it was a really grainy video, very difficult to see Simi. They came to the courtroom uh, via the video link from where they're being held and the TV screen was primarily facing the judge and the lawyers in the courtroom so it was very difficult for those of us who were in the gallery trying to get a glimpse of these two who have been charged. Uh, We sort of had to sit at the end of the row and sort of lean forward and most of the people in the gallery were reporters Simi, and um, their appearance on the video was very very brief and they really didn't say anything the judge actually did the speaking most of the time and he told them quote I strongly suggest you retain and contact counsel for your next court appearance and of course counsel is lawyers and they both said yes we will And that was it. (laughs) So it lasted perhaps less than two minutes. Now, their next court appearance is in three weeks from now, set for August 27th, and it likely will be another very short appearance, and it will be again by video. The judge said that in the courtroom. Um, What was interesting, when we exited the courtroom, uh, there were quite a few members of the gang enforcement unit milling about in the hallway, and I approached one of them and asked them, hey, what are you doing here? What are you watching for? And, And I was told by one of them, Well, you know, we're just here to keep an eye on everybody and make sure everybody's safe. Um, You never know who might show up. So it it was good to see them for the safety of everybody, not only in the courtroom, but also in the courthouse. But, um, yeah, as I say, it was fairly uneventful, the two appearing, as I say, by video and very, very short, and they will be back again in court on August the 27th.
0: Okay, so you mentioned that about the security and the police officers there. Maybe we should just explain to people why that is. Like, once we found out who the victim was on Friday, it seems like everything changed.
1: Certainly did. Uh, We were told, and we haven't really got any um, confirmation of this, really, uh, by the police, but we were told uh, by the police, yes, indeed, the man shot and killed was 43-year-old Suminder Alley Graywall. Uh, he was gunned down. It was a lovely Friday morning, as everybody remembers, 9.20 in the morning. He was in a drive through getting a coffee at Starbucks, and he was gunned down, uh, shot and killed inside a blue Dodge Viper in the drive through of a Starbucks. And, of course, that is a very busy mall, yeah. the South Point Exchange Mall. There's Tim Hortons. There's a grocery store, etc., etc. So, I mean, as you say, can you imagine everybody going about their business that morning? There's a bank right beside the Starbucks, going to the bank, excited about the weekend, thinking about what they're planning to do that day, that afternoon, and then gunfire broke, broke out. And I talked to one gentleman uh, in the parking lot that day, and I think we talked about this on Friday yeah. too, Simi. His wife was inside the Starbucks, and she heard about five or six shots r- ring out. She immediately phoned her husband, screaming and yelling, and, you know, he doesn't... Can you imagine getting that phone call? Well, yeah, Not how if helpless you he would feel. Yeah. In danger, and yeah, so it was a terrible situation. But uh, as we later heard as the day unfolded, Mr. Greywall uh, was a member of the Hard Side Hells Angels in Surrey. So the question going forward now is uh, Are police concerned? Are, are they worried, fearful about any retaliation? Yeah, in in the days to come uh, by people involved in gang activity. So um, I'm hoping to speak to somebody from the gang enforcement unit this afternoon and, and hear what they have to say so that I can inform the public. And uh, yeah, it's definitely something to have on the radar and be aware of for sure.
0: And how were these two caught uh, in the chaos of everything that was happening? How were they apprehended on Friday?
1: Well, that's another story, Simi. Um, we ha- we were told by the police, by IHIT, Surrey RCMP, that they were apprehended quite quickly following that shooting. Uh, but sometimes, you know, sometimes the best information comes from witnesses on the scene. And we were told that after that shooting, it's a very difficult area to enter and exit that little mall. It sort of It's not directly in and out. The road sort of curves in and curves out, and there's a couple of stop signs, so it's not easy access in or out. And apparently, uh, when the accused uh, were fleeing, they hit a number number of curbs because, of course, they're speeding to get out of there. Uh, they crashed into a couple of cars. Apparently, they crashed into a building somewhere along the way. And apparently, they blew out a tire, according to a witness. And um, this is what prevented the vehicle from proceeding any further. Uh, they exited the vehicle at that point, apparently, and were running away on foot. And that's how the uh, police moved in and were able to make a couple of arrests. Um, I, I was told that one of uh, the uh, suspects was arrested on 152nd near about 96, and another was arrested in the Newton area. Um, don't know if any weapons uh, were right. found at all, um, but do that's about where they're all from? we know right now. Yeah, do
0: we know where they're from? Anything like
1: that come up? Don't in- know that either. I'm sorry, Simi. Okay, um, no, no
0: problem. But, I know it sounded like it was pretty brief today, but clearly lots of interest, wouldn't you say, in this story?
1: Oh, gosh, absolutely, and, and especially going forward, and, um, you know, if, if, it, if it ever gets to trial, it'll be interesting to hear what sort of details come out, too, but obviously, the bigger picture, people are concerned about gang warfare in the Metro Vancouver area, and as I say, you know, possible retaliation going forward. We're, you know, a lot of people are concerned about that. The RCMP are concerned about that, obviously, the gang enforcement unit, so it will be interesting to hear what they have to say. Hopefully, I'll be able to provide that information later this afternoon.
0: We hope- hope so. Thank you so much for your time, Janet. Thank you, Simi. That is Global News senior reporter Janet Brown with the latest on that case.